Blog Talk Radio.
why am I even wasting my time singing this song to you? I thought I was done with you, walking like a lioness. That's the way it looks to most. Deep down, I'm still hurting so much. You don't deserve these tears. Listen up loud and clear.
is special Like the spring showers in April You sprinkle, oh From a sugar maple, like sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar maple, like sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar maple, like sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar, sap from a sugar maple. This is the perfect holiday. We sit and chill on the dock. I can't explain it. There's something about you just makes me weak. Hmm. Makes me complete. Blue skies. 
wasn't looking for a love like mine or someone new to come into my life. But you changed the air that I breathe. Cause you make my heart beat fast every time you pass, every time you pass me. Crazy how I feel your energy into me, into you. All I know Show. 
speaking of which, um, booking artists like Lydia Renee, who we just played, um, That's Life. Lydia was last week's guest on the Neo Soul Show. Um, we told her her music was so good and organic and soulful. We were going to open this week's show with that song in particular, That's Life, a song that she said she would open, she would perform if she could perform for Barack and Michelle Obama. We wanted to hear the song. Uh, we enjoyed the song. We hope you enjoyed the song. I do believe MJ is posting the link to last week's show with Lydia Renee. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at the Neo Soul Show. Lydia, Lydia is at Lydia, L-Y-D-I-A underscore Renee, R-E-N-E. And you can follow her there and you can get the link to the show. Uh, you can also follow us at blogtalkradio.com slash the Neo Soul Show. You can also get Neo Soul Show news at xvdl.com. Big shout out to Sister Sweet in the chat room um, for everything that she does, working with the website and working alongside with us. We have a, a really great show lined up for you guys tonight. And by you guys, I mean all of you, you lovely listeners, you really showed out this month um, listening to the show. And you have found so many unbelievable ways to listen to the show. I was thrown by this. So shout out to everybody that's listening on their smartphones, their tablets. Because if you have an Android, I found out today, you're listening on Pocket Cast. So shout out to all of you who found the Neil Social on Pocket Cast. Shout out to all of the Apple users that are listening on your podcast app. Shout out to everybody listening on iTunes that are subscribed there. And shout out to whoever found the Neo Soul Show on Apple TV. I'm just loving the fact that you guys are, are supporting and loving us and finding us and listening. And we hope that you continue to as we continue to try to, as my my uncle and hope that this show would say, continue to come back next week and, and try to do better. So tonight's show is the third week, third Wednesday of the month. It's time for the Wednesday Rewind. So we are going to be joined by the Chancellor of Soul, Mike Bone. And tonight we are spotlighting Donnie Hathaway. Uh, so you can listen either live from your cell phone at 347-237-5212 and just listen to the show. You don't have to worry about being live. Or you can join us again at blogtalkradio.com slash the Neo Soul Show. And you can join the chat room. MJ's in the chat room. Sister Sweet is in the chat room. Get you man likes to go in the chat room. Uh, we are planning to do some giveaways in the chat room so you might want to might want to you know check that out so what we're going to do now going to get into some news and events i'm going to do i'm starting to do the news and events a little bit differently you know shout out to everybody that gave me their feedback uh last week so this is all for you guys so in the news and events gonna go around the globe that's that's how we're gonna do things this 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 week and probably going forward so shout out to everybody down in the washington dc area this Saturday, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, May 30th at 8 p.m., uh, the Battle of the Best is going to be at the Carlisle Club. And that's at 411 John Carlisle Club in Alexandria, Virginia. Battle of the Best, a tribute to James Brown and Stevie Wonder. Okay, amazing show. It was rescheduled from April. So, again, that's May 30th. Uh, doors open at 630 um, it's showtime at 8 and it's $30 for 
to get in. That is at 2050 Ballinger, yeah, Ballinger Avenue in Alexandria, Virginia. Again, Battle of the Best, a tribute to James Brown and Stevie Wonder at the Carlisle Club. Shout out to everybody in the DMV area that will be checking that out uh, tomorrow, May 21st, from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Jazz at Harrah's. So shout out to everybody at Harris Casino at 777 Harris Boulevard in Chester, Pennsylvania. They're going to put on that jazz show. Uh, you're going to get select cocktails, wine, and small plates for $7 only. Enjoy free live entertainment at the Level Lounge featuring Grammy-nominated pianist Matt McCarran and alternative musical artist Michelle Carmen at the Harris in Chester, Pennsylvania. So shout out to everybody in PA. That will be checking that one out. Uh, big shout out to everybody in Denver, especially Such. We was on the Neo Soul Show trying to get her back. She's doing amazing things out in the Denver area. There's going to be a show at Herman's Hideaway, which is at 1578 South Broadway in Denver, Colorado. It's next Friday, May 29th at 7 p.m. Uh, starting at 7 p.m., Kerry Pastine and the Crime Scene. They're going on from 7.30 to 8.30. Hazel Miller is going on from 9 to 10. And then the headline is Mr. J and the Smooth Expressions from 11 o'clock until close. So the doors open at 7, and the show starts at 7.30, and tickets at the door are $13. Again, that's at Herman's Hideaway. And shout out to everybody out there in Colorado. Hope everything is going well for them out there. I am so looking forward to this one. I won't be at it, but I'll be keeping up with it just to see how it turns out. So it appears every Tuesday, there's an open mic night down on Peachtree, 495 Peachtree Street at E Villa in Atlanta, Georgia. Spotlight Tuesdays, the name of the open mic starts at 8 p.m. So they had one yesterday. They will do it again next Tuesday. It's a $5 cover fee to pay for the band. They have a house band. plays for all performers. And the open mic starts at 8 o'clock. And their valet parking is available. So that, again, is open mic night spotlight Tuesdays at E-Villa on Peachtree in Atlanta. And something that we have not talked about in a while. And I think I need to have a comment with Uncle Ray because this is ridiculous that we weren't getting any information about this so that we could let everybody know that this stuff was going on but the Dallas Neo Soul clientele is having an event tomorrow also for everybody down in the DFW area the matchmaker singles mixer is going to be tomorrow May 21st at 6.30pm at Heroes Lounge that's at 7402 Greenville Avenue. I see a number 23 in Dallas, Texas. So it's not a speed dating event. It is the Matchmaker Singles. And from what I'm reading here, they've done this in the past. It was a single mixer where they actually played a live version of the dating game called The Hookup. So should be fun. Hoping that everything uh, goes well. I'm glad to see that uh, that stuff is still going on. You know, we weren't necessarily privy to all that as it was going on, but uh, glad to see that it's doing well. And then Neil Soul, um, the Dallas Neil Soul clientele is actually ranked number ten as far as members 
and their meetup group on meetup.com. And I was very happy to uh, see that, and that's where I got that information from. So big shout out again to XPL.com. We are uh, very, very proud of that. That's all the news and events. So uh, as you can see, the Q-Man is still on his way, but I'm just wondering the reason why you have a co-host. So what we are going to do right now, again, is the third Wednesday of the month. It's the Wednesday Rewind. We are spotlighting Donnie Hathaway on the show. So we are going to get into some music. It's the Neo Soul Show. We will be right back.
I, I don't know where to start. Man. I, start I know you're going to wow me. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start, Booney? You, you got the floor, man. Oh, I thought you had a question or something. No. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for you to <clears throat> the cue the in there. Q man. <laughs> yes. I thought he was gonna do that too. He just dropped the ball there. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, I mean, what could you say about this man? I mean, he's one of the geniuses of our time, you know, um, late geniuses of our time. I mean, he uh came along at a right time, you know, of um the singer songwriter, um independent singer songwriter time of the seventies and uh Donnie is, um, of course, you know, he's produced and arranged for Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions in the late 60s. And a group called Unifics, um, they made a big hit called Quarter Love. And, well, actually, a couple of big hits, uh, Quarter Love and Beginning of the End. And they were Howard University students. And that's where Donnie Hathaway originally was from, you know. He went to school with Howard University. And, of course, he took up, you know, subjects of music and producing and engineering, things like that, you know, and, um, yeah, he worked with the great Curtis Mayfield and, you know, in Chicago and they choice of colors. You hear, you know, one of Curtis Mayfield's wonderful masterpiece compositions that the impression recorded and, and released in the late, uh, no, mid 1969 and Donnie Hathaway played keyboards on most of the impression stuff in the late sixties. So, um, and like I said, I mentioned the Unifix, you know, another great group from the 60s uh, that Donnie Hathaway produced and is playing, you know, and so forth. So as he moved on, you know, um, that around that time he met uh, Roberta Flack, and they were, Roberta Flack also went to Howard, you know, University. So they met, and they didn't really team up until like uh, mid-1971 when they recorded... Um, Carol King's masterpiece, you know, composition of You Got a Friend, who, of course, you know, was done by the great James Taylor in that summer of 71. And that's, matter of fact, um, they recorded the song and released the song, you know, at the same time James Taylor released his. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there was a soul version, there was a pop version of You Got a Friend. So that was the first mm-hmm. duet for them two, you know. But before then, Donnie had produced another master his first masterpiece album everything is everything and that's where you hear the ghetto you know um great composition he wrote with leroy hudson who uh produced later on produced the impressions and sang with them you know um so you know this is it's like this isosceles triangle you know i mean donnie and (laughs) curtis leroy and you know all the great chicago washington uh, people, you know, session players, and so, yeah, and uh, that album is a classic, as, as well as his other classics that came out, like around 71, 72, Extensions of a Man, that's a master, masterpiece, and my goodness, all the way up to, you know, 1980, you know, his last recording with uh, Roberta Flack back together again, and You Are My Heaven, and two years before that was, uh, of course, um, you know, the closer I get to you, you know, which was a, a, another masterpiece. What could you say about, you know, this music and this man, this 
mad musical genius of Donnie Hathaway. You know, that's just what he was. And I got to mention the live album, too, which is a collector's item. I mean, that album alone inspired a lot of people, especially in the neo-soul genre. You know, a lot of neo-soul artists considered that album, Donnie Hathaway Live, to be their inspiration, basically. So, you know, he does a wonderful version of what's going on, Marvin Gaye's What's Going On, which I really should include it, but I didn't have, I, I included it in the mix, but I couldn't get it through to you guys. The, the, the file was too large, and I included that, so I had to edit that, And um, but it's a wonderful version of What's Going On and The Ghetto, you know, mm-hmm. where he does live and he kills it, absolutely kills it. So that is a must for everyone's collection. It's Donnie Hathaway Live, you know, if you can find it, you know, uh, vinyl or CD. And the rest of his other, you know, LPs and stuff like that. But, yeah, Donnie was a genius. There's no question about it. Mm. Now, he did a lot of different forms I'm, I'm not I'm drawing a blank but he was considered I mean he did jazz he did blues he did gospel mm-hmm. so he was extremely versatile very extremely versatile I mean Donnie added other ingredients I mean other genres you like you mentioned jazz blues R&B uh, pop you know everything all the ingredients to make a music genre Donnie mm-hmm. had added, added, you know, uh, all those genres in, the, in, in, in this ing- particular Mulligan stew. That was like the important ingredient ingredient for the Mulligan's musical stew, actually. Um, everything. Donnie was, a, you know, he just was this genius, this mad genius. Wow. Yeah, now, he, he had some issues mm-hmm. in terms of... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, mental issues, right? Yes. Sadly, he uh, he was a schizophrenic, mm-hmm. and um, you know that was his main main issue: his schizophrenic. And uh, you know he would he he became paranoid. He would hear voices, people were out to get him. You know there was a session in the studio. Matter of fact, his last session um, before his death, he had got together with Eric Mercury. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they were in the studio, and and the next thing you know, Donnie started hearing voices that, you know, uh, people were out to get him, white people were out to get him, and they're going to, you know, they're trying to put this thing on his brain to, ex, you know, extort his music from his brain, and it was real sad, you know, and um, he would look at the television set and see spots, you know, like you see the spots, and you know, like the, the, um, different uh, things you see on like a like a videotape a blank video yeah tape. Mm. and he would see things in you know I don't know what it was he would see but it was just something that uh, it's, it's it, he became paranoid schizophrenic you know and um, yeah he had a lot of issues he did now was that throughout his career or yeah. did that yeah or was it towards the end that was throughout his career. Uh, okay. You know, he, um, he, you know, bouts of depression, schizophrenic, paranoia. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was throughout his career, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. But despite that, uh, various artists really wanted to work with him. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like a, you know, like I mentioned earlier, he he worked with Curtis, you know, and mm-hmm. of course the Roberta Flack is most one of the most famous duets in Mr. music history. Um, you know, he, you know, like I said, he's worked with other people, you know, mm-hmm. um, Quincy Jones, Nerf Wind the Fire, different ones. He worked with various people, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, you know, and, and his genius was beginning to really, really shine extremely. Jerry Wexler of Atlantic Records, when he first noticed him, he said, um, he's a genius of our time, you know, mm-hmm. and when he made the Ghetto album, Everything is Everything. You know, this is where, you know, um, Billboard magazine considered him, you know, to be a new, uh, Rolling Stone magazine, excuse me, to be a new force in music. Uh This is 1970 when he came out with the first album. Because this, you know, this is when the music was changing at the time, and this was the 70s. So, you know, everything was changing. The music, you know, was, that was called, sort of amplified, kind of calmed down a little bit. Now you put message in the music and not loud screaming guitars and stuff that we you had in the late '60s, but more the singer-songwriter thing where everything was just you know mellow, where everything was just mellow. You know when Bill Withers and all of them came out at that time, you know James Taylor I mentioned him earlier and people like that. Uh-huh. Um, this is what was going on at the time, and of course Donnie wanted to express things that was going on in the ghetto where he was from so you know if you listen to his music you know whatever was in Donnie's mind is what he wrote that's what he expressed wow I'm learning a lot I I knew the name I didn't Mm -hmm. I I didn't know I didn't know enough I'm, a, I'm very, I'm very pleased. I'm learning a lot here. So, how close was he and Roberta Flack? Oh, like brother and sister. Like brother and wow. sister. Uh, they were very, very close. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can hear through the records, you know, you can see the magic that they put towards each of the duet songs that they perform. It's like a Marvin and Tammy, the show we did a couple of years ago with Marvin and Tammy. And we, you know, you heard the mu- the, the magic through Marvin and Tammy. Same with mm-hmm. Roberta and Donnie. They had that, that mystical magic that was unexplainable. You know, mm-hmm. you can listen to them. This is the closer I get to you, you think they were romantic lovers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, back together again, they're having a good old time, partying. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so they were very close. They were very, very close. And they went to school together. They went to Howard and they knew each other for years you know so they both were up and coming artists at the time and Roberta of course her career didn't come into like really 19 well she had albums out before but mm-hmm. it made a little noise but not when until the you know uh, the first uh, time I ever saw your face mm-hmm. you know the um, her first album the first take album you know thanks to Clint Eastwood actually because other than that you know not to say she wouldn't have a career, but she wouldn't be internationally famous if it wasn't for that song. So this is during the time both, both of them was up and coming. And, um, you know, Donnie, you know, he did, you know, he did uh, a movie called Quincy Jones, Come Back Charleston Blue. That was a, 
1972 black exploitation movie that was a sequel to Cotton Comes to Harlem. And, and uh, yeah, and um, Donnie Sings, you know, him and another lady, Margie Joseph, another talented, you know, um, unsung uh, great artist. And um, he sings on that album, Little Ghetto Boy, is the one I featured. That's one of my favorites by him. Uh-huh. And, uh, Little Ghetto Boy, you know, and um, he worked with Christy Jones on that album. So they asked him to do soundtracks and, you know, and... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I just received a, I just got a, a text message from um, a listener that said um, they didn't know about um, Donnie's mental instability. Mm-hmm. So um, a question that they had for you, Mike, and it's a, you know opinionated, personal question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? It was the level of genius that he had musically that um well I'm I'm just talking the question they actually asked is do you think that his his mental instability had an effect positively on the music that he was creating? No, no. Donnie was just a genius all around. I think that's a separate issue, mm-hmm. uh, medically speaking, and. Uh, it, it, to me, that was no. Johnny Donnie was a God-given talent. You know, it had really nothing to do with his issues or nothing to do with his mental issues. Uh, he was just another human being that just had issues, <laughs> problems. You know, mentally, okay. sadly. So no, it had nothing to do with anything. You know, his musical genius at all. You know, he just had a God-given gift. You know, that was unbelievable. You know, so no. I, I'm in my humble opinion. No, it had nothing to do with his, his medical issues. Good, good. Hmm. So but yeah, I'll tell you something. I'm going to add something to that question. Um, okay. Towards the end, when Roberta Flack was recording the duet album, the last duet album they did, uh, no, actually, let's go back to the Blue Lights in the Basement, Roberta Flack, when they did The Closer I Get to You. Donnie was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had... She had to get permission to get him out of there to, to record the close I get to you. And, um, you know, he was in a bad state at the time. But when he got to that studio, let me tell you, everything, I mean, you, you would never even notice that he had issues. Because wow. if you if you listen to that song, he, he sings, I mean, unbelievably. I mean, as you guys know, you, you know the song, you know, mm-hmm. and you feel it. He just got out of the hospital, and he had to, you know, and of course he had to return back to the hospital after that recording session. Same with um, Back Together Again. You know, he they had to get him out of the hospital to record. So in really answering that question, no, it had nothing to do with his, um, uh, his mental state at all. Because once, I think a singer, whatever issues they have, that's what perks them up. Their gift, that God mm-hmm. even give, would perk them up and get. They wouldn't mentally. They wouldn't even think about the illness, because if you know music is like a healing force. You know this is why I mean, uh, entertainers get paid millions and millions of dollars, because this is what they're here to do. And mm-hmm. if you notice, entertainers visit hospitals and, and, and sick people. They perk up mm-hmm. when they see their favorite people. They forget the illness. 
So the same capacity that Donnie had for music had nothing to do with his his illness. Okay. So, is there any chance that Donnie and Roberta Flack were more than brother and sister? No. Not at all. He was married. He he was married. You know, of course, you know, he had two daughters, Layla, who's another great singer, mm-hmm. and uh, his other daughter who sang, who sang background for uh, American Idol. You know, she was oh. one of the background singers. And, you know, if you look at, like, the first, uh, well, you know, let's just say, like, the three years, two, three years seasons ago, she you could see her. And, matter of fact, she was introduced in American Idol as Donnie Hathaway's daughter. Because one of the contestants had sang uh, Donny Hathaway's song. I think it was Someday We'll All Be Free or one of, one of his songs um, on American Idol. And she sang background. So, and of course, we know Layla is a great artist, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, looks just like him and acts like him, too. And plays an instrument. And you can, you can see Donny within Layla, you know. Mm. And you can hear her you know interpretations of lyrics like like what her father would do you know you gotta listen very closely you know so no it has nothing no they were they weren't like that it was just a brother and sister thing okay okay all right so you know i always ask you whenever Mm -hmm. i was i was i was waiting for it (laughs) (laughs) you know i always ask you you know, if you had to pick one song to take on an island that you can wow. only listen to for the rest of the days, what's it going to be? Wow. That's another hard one. And a matter of fact, uh, all of that, you know, listen to tonight. And I had more favorites that I wanted to add, but um, I like them all. You know, every last one of them. It's like children. You know, you don't pick your favorite child. It's like you all come with me on the island. So I would take all of them on the island with me and, and just play duet with Roberta and his solo um, releases as well. Um, if you're going to ask me like a strong song, mm-hmm. of course, it's um, Someday We'll All Be Free because, you know, you know, the song is based on freedom, of course, you know. And if you're talking in the Afro-American community, you know, it it relates to that. You know, mm-hmm. um, you could also say this Christmas because, you know, that's like an iconic Christmas song. You know, mm-hmm. that's been played in all the holidays and featured in compilation dozens and dozens of compilation CDs. You know, um, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it's just too many. I could sit up and say, "Where is the love?" Which you know takes me back to my childhood. You know. <laughs> summer of 72 when I first heard it uh, Little Ghetto Boy which when I saw the movie Come Make Charleston Blue you know mm-hmm. it, it's just too many it's too many so I'm, I'm just going to say all of them <laughs> for you <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's always a good answer hey ain't nothing wrong with that <laughs> okay oh. in the chat in the chat room like uh, Terry Tobin is in the chat room shout out to Terry Tobin um, she wants to know what what opinion do you have on the Mood album? The Mood album? 
Mm-hmm. Donny Hathaway's moved out. Which one she's talking? She's talking about. What, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pretty sure Donny Hathaway's moved out. My sister says, "What can? What? Yeah, what can you say about the mood album?" Mood album. Um, I think it's a good album. I thought it was. I thought it was a good album. I, I got. I got thrown off for a minute, so I apologize to her for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I thought very good album. Very good album. Um, it's just you know, that that's. I don't know. I just say it's a great album. Okay. Great album. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite album of his? Oh, My favorite yeah. album. Uh, who me or you're asking? Yeah, me. Yep. Ooh, I would have to say. Hmm, extinctions of a man. Right. Hmm. In tie though, in tie with Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway's last album. We're back together again, and you are my heaven. God don't like ugly, and so many others, you know. Because the stations of a man really, that's the, the the album that really, I don't know. It's just something about that album that just tells a story. Oh, it, 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 it's Donny Hathaway expression, I would call it. You know, mm-hmm. he's expressing a lot through his music in that particular album. So I would say okay. that, you know, as far as his solo, Extinction of a Man. Okay. Somebody didn't somebody do uh, didn't somebody do an album or a song for him after he passed? There were tributes, right? To right. him, yeah. There were there were tributes to him. Um, um, yeah. You know, it was it was a bunch of tributes to him. You know, I think. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what it was, but I can't think of the albums individually. But it was it was it was a lot of tributes to him. Yeah, by various artists, Stevie Wonder, and you know even Usher and Justin Timberlake. You know they all idolized him as well. So it was, it was a bunch of them. But I can't think of the LP individually that they all did. You know, right? But yeah, um. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? I, I kind of left something out here. You asked my favorite album. I have to include Donny Hathaway Live. That, I was just about to ask you about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to add that. That's the one that I, I I know from my limited knowledge of Donny. That's the one that I've heard artists say was the one that influenced them. Mm-hmm. The most. Yeah, that album alone... You know, that is the one. He was live at the bitter end, and he was at his sharpest when he recorded that album And late 71, because I remember it being released in 72. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I have to definitely add that one myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a masterpiece LP. That's one that everybody should have in their collection if, you, if you're a Donny Hathaway fan. Wow. You know, because... Even the audience, the audience gets into the group, Donnie's groove. You know, his band, everything is like, you know, pristine. Mm-hmm. You know, musically speaking, you know. 
really a shame. I mean, the guy was only 30. Mm-hmm. And a, and a, a really a genius. Yes. It's just, uh, his story is one of the more interesting ones, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to say that, you know, and, and for us back then, thinking back and doing this show tonight, it's taking me back, you know, um, 36 years of his death, you know, uh, how he died. It was a shock to us because, you know, Close I Get to You was like a huge, huge, huge song in 78. And uh, was played in every basement party I went to back in the day, you know. And um, the year later, you know, you know, he, you know that that January, it was like wow. Everybody said, "Did you hear about Donny Hathaway?" I said, "No." And then on the radio at that time, we had w, here in New York, we had WBLS, and there was no Kiss at that time, so it was BLS. And um, they reported that Donny Hathaway had, you know committed suicide and it was just unbelievable you know it was you know like everybody felt about Whitney Houston a couple of years ago when she died that's how we felt about Donnie Hathaway back then you know it was a shock to the community you know no, some believe that he was not dead at all we didn't believe, I didn't believe it you know but yeah it was true wow deep stuff well, again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Do it again, man. <laughs> Before we let you go, though, I gotta ask you. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna win the NBA championship? Oh man, I got into it. Oh man, I'm gonna stay out of that one because I nearly got to um, <laughs> sports <laughs> argument. You know, with somebody's. I'm staying out of that one. I'm gonna let Booney, you. Booney, get... we're family here. You can I tell know. us what you think. I know, but I think I'm gonna stay neutral when it comes to <laughs> that. So oh. you do. That's that's your. I'm gonna toss the baton to you, <laughs> and you say it. Mm. <laughs> well, I think Golden State has the best chance right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they'll win, but they have the best chance. Okay. I'm going to be thinking about you when, you know, this, this, on, this thing is going to go on. So. <laughs> well, I just hope LeBron <laughs> doesn't win. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> Anybody but that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. T-Mitch, any parting words for Booney? I'm 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 good, you know. Uh, I've all, I got my I had to open the laptop up. I got iTunes up. Get my Donnie Hathaway on, cause I, I should have known more. I should have did better. Next time we uh this name comes up, I'm a I'm gonna be on my feet with you. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, you know, this, every every week is good. This is this is by far one of the most listened two shows every month so you know absolutely love it and, and looking forward to the next month well that's how I'm happy to hear that you know and thanks to all the listeners you know uh, for tuning in you know really I enjoy doing them hey we you enjoy having you you are teaching us something every month 
Well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, Booney. We're going to wrap the show up, man. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, all thanks right, so Mike. much. And all to all listeners, have a blessed night. And you guys have a great uh, Memorial Weekend. To everyone, please be safe out there. You know, and um, thanks for tuning in. And, all right, all right Mike. All right, take care. Oh, oh.